Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's time for the podcast that if you're looking to buy it, it would be in the bargain bin at the back of Dirt Cheap or on Wootoff. Do you know what Woot is, Jay? Wootoff? Woot. I know what Woot is, yes. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure. Robbie Copeland's in studio with Jay Reed. Yeah, and the other guy. Art Shirley. Yeah, I, I really wow. think you should say grape. I mean, I'm, I'm hung up on the, when we talked about the Jello flavors, and you just go, grape. You know, I I think we should name it, you know. My nod to grape age. Yeah, two guys grape in a grape of a certain age. That could okay. be kind of fun. I'm not doing a new logo. Oh, then you'd be a raisin, right? <laughs> wow. Okay, we've gone off the rails pretty quick. 41 seconds in. How are you guys doing today? Doing okay. You're doing fine until you walked in. How about you, grape? Doing grape. <laughs> <laughs> kind of set myself up. You did. That was, that was the fruits of my labor, I guess. Oh. oh, all right. Let's get into Geeks of the Week. Who wants to do? Who wants to be geeky first? I'll go first. Okay. You okay. go first. As we record this, uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman is just about to come out. Uh, comes out, I guess, probably tonight at midnight uh, tomorrow. I would be it's 7 p. I'm yes. sure there's 7 p. Yeah. Songs. I've kind of gotten away from that waiting till midnight show, right? Anyway, there are two spinoffs for this. HBO Max is going to do two spinoff series. A new one is just announced. We've, we've known that there's uh, going to be one for The Penguin with uh, Colin Farrell playing The Penguin in that role um, or in that series. And they just announced a new one for Arkham Asylum. Hmm. And so we'll see what that is. I think that would be a great anthology series. You could set it up where you've got, you know, the warden or the main psychiatrist of Arkham Asylum. And every time they go to a cell and there's a different character. And it could be a way to highlight maybe some of batman's b villains that he's had over the, the years the minor rogue the minor rogue gallery yeah. yeah so you wouldn't do the joker or penguin or riddler or whatever but you might you know pull up kite man occasionally <laughs> so <laughs> i love kite could be, man. yeah it could be an interesting thing you know but um you need to look up kite man did he get caught in a tree a lot that's what i'm thinking no okay no sorry we couldn't we can't say what he says because mrs reed wouldn't like that's okay. right yeah but, but uh yeah uh, so that's coming out too i'm it's curious to me or it's interesting to me rather that they've already uh, announced two spinoff series before they really even know how the movie's going to do mm-hmm. but uh, I guess they're invested so, in it so early reviews which would be late reviews as you're listening to this are pretty good for the Matt Reeves mm-hmm. edition of Batman it's supposed to be the most grounded of the Batman films yeah. so but I've also heard that the third act less kinda, flying yeah who knows yeah. I've heard that the third act is um not quite as strong. Does is not worthy of the first two thirds of the. Yeah, film. I've heard it's kind of bland. Was the main criticism I've heard of it, but uh, I think you know definitely go see it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is anybody planning to go see it this weekend? Probably. I, I, it kind of crept up on me. I, I would that's like what to. Batman does. You turn <laughs> around and he's there. Turn around, he's gone. Yeah, that's right. The Batman. I hate it when he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to go Sunday afternoon. Mark, uh, his birthday's coming up, so this will be an early birthday present. Okay. Or, you know, he kind of. Uh, you know, it could be our early to birthday too. present too. We could, it's very yeah, just extra right. early. Uh, Loyola money. <laughs> Loyola money. There you go. Cha-ching, cha-ching. We don't this, have payola. This, we have Loyola. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by the Loyola Project. Um, so, yeah, I plan on going. But, so, but and that's in, in, in addition to uh, the cat. No, it's not cat. It's a bat girl series that's on HBO Max. 
Well, um, it's actually on CW. And uh, the Batgirl series? Oh, no, the Batwoman series. Batwoman's on CW. The Batgirl series, yeah. That's no, it's be- a Batgirl movie. movie. It's movie. a movie. Right, Because yeah. that's what uh, Michael Keaton's coming back right. doing the, the cameo for. Right. So you've got he's going to be he's going to do a he's going to be in the new Flash movie right Michael yeah. Keaton's Batman Flashpoint and then he also will be in the Batgirl series yeah. that's right yeah so it's a series what, or no, a movie it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie I'm sorry movie. that's right it it's on HBO movie. Max yes well it's actually yeah I think it was announced as a first on HBO Max oh really so okay. it won't be a theater I don't think okay. so but cool interesting. Yeah. They're kind of mining everything they can. They do seem to be. Yeah. So, uh, I'm curious if Patterson comes back as Batman. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I really dig his costume. Mm-hmm. So, um, and a lot of the the analogies has been it's basically Seven with Batman, the movie Seven. Oh Batman. yeah. Okay. So, be kind of curious to see. Hmm. But anyway, all right. I have heard good things about the Riddler too. Yeah. Yeah. Edward Nigma. Paul Dano. Dano. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What you got there? Grape. Mine is in the Marvel universe. It was announced that all the Marvel TV shows like uh, Daredevil, Defenders, Agents of Shield. Those all are the that, Netflix Marvel TV shows. If you got. will let me finish my Geek of the Week, we will Ooh, get to that. <laughs> Grape is saucy today. <laughs> the Netflix He's shows fermented. are being pulled from Netflix, or that has been pulled. He's whining. whining. <laughs> I have to give you that one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to all come to Disney Plus soon. Yeah, they, they went off at the end of 21, I believe, is when it expired. Sometime yeah. last fall. So all of them are coming to yeah. all of them. Disney I mean, Plus? They, there's like six or eight of them. Including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Really? Punisher, yeah. Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, Defenders, Daredevil. And the, the interesting thing is, this is the first sort of TVMA stuff that's come to Disney Plus. So what Disney Plus is having to do is rework their parental controls. I saw that. Yeah. So, so they're not uh, going to censor or edit anything. They're just going to have parental controls. That's in there. what I've read. Okay. They're just going to, as soon as the shows drop, there's going to be an option when you sign in, I guess, to adjust yeah. your parental And they've controls. been working their way towards that. There were some of the things you see, they seem it to comes get away with no more surprise. and more. Yeah. Yeah. But it was they very you know made that very specific information. Okay. So yeah, I think I definitely want to rewatch uh, season one of Daredevil and season one of Jessica Jones. I'm not sure I ever watched season three of Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil was my first choice there too. So season one of Jessica Jones is great. David Tennant makes a fabulous villain. Yeah, he huh. really needs a a bigger role somewhere. I mean, yeah, yeah. he like, he he's arguably one of the best villains in the Marvel universe. Huh. It's funny because he is, and also Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. You know, so. yeah, those two are great. Who does he play? Uh, he plays the purple, purple man. man. Yeah, the purple man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you could take over that role. As- <laughs> but we all know what right. the, the great. But then he would he would control us. Uh, maybe he does now. Maybe he does. No, he does. Maybe we just think we're saying what we're saying. Is that what it is? That's, that's exactly. And your my secret is out. <laughs> I don't think there's much thought behind what we say. <laughs> None at all. All right. All right. So is that, are, are we done with our, we, we, we are done. You and I, Robbie are done with my geek of the week. Yes. <laughs> he jumped in too. Don't just look at me. You know, if you point one finger, there's four point back at you. Look at Robbie J. Look <laughs> at Robbie. Art's the purple man. So, um, usually art does the celebrity deaths, but I'm going to do it this week. Cause I claimed it first. Alan Ladd Jr. Passed away. You're probably thinking, who is Alan Land Jr.? Well, I know he was the guy. He was really involved in Star Wars at the beginning. You know, he besides Planet of the Apes, was it one of the ones that kind of helped Planet of the Apes? The you know, thing? Braveheart. He was a producer on Braveheart. 
as well. Uh, there's a bunch I'm of stuff. I'm trying he's to produced. keep from yelling freedom. I'm sorry. <laughs> freedom. Are you George Michael? Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh wow! This would be free. It was in the. It was in Braveheart, the musical. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, but Lad was the uh, president of Fox, the Fox Film Division, right. when George Lucas came and said, "Hey, help me make my movie." And probably he, other than Lucas, is the most responsible for Star Wars getting made because he ran interference with the Fox board because mm. they wanted to shut him down oh, yeah. multiple times. Didn't they and tell that story in the uh, blockbuster? Blockbuster. Yeah, that's where I remember hearing. Yeah. yeah. So and he, also helping Lucas make the movie that at that time he wanted to make. You know. Yeah. yeah. So and since gone back, said so, no. This is really the movie I wanted. To yeah. Make. Yeah. I don't think Lad yeah. got a production credit on the whatchamacallit the special editions but as a producer he was involved you know he was head of fox film when when mm-hmm. when uh lucas came through and when he was at fox film let me look at the list he was he helped with uh night shift um outland sean connery yeah yeah please run too i think right uh i don't see logos run here but it could be yeah chariots of fire and the right stuff but wow. he as a producer uh he left in what 84 or something like that i can't remember and i may be wrong about planet of the apes too but i always thought he was one of the ones that kind of kept that he may have going. been, but yeah. uh, he had a producer credit on the Brady Bunch movie, as well as Braveheart, a very Brady sequel, The Man in the Iron Mask, and Gone Baby Gone, which I do not okay. remember. Braveheart was not a very Brady sequel, though, right? It was not. It <laughs> was a very brave movie. sequel. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, he, you know. Alice. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, it's one of those days already. So, but anyway, so Alan Ladd Jr. Yeah. passed away at the age of what was it, eighty four, I believe. So, but it's younger than I thought. Yeah, but if you go back and you if you read any of the history of Star Wars or listen to Blockbuster, he he does not get the credit he deserves. Mm. In Blockbuster, they the podcast they do talk about him, but. Man, without him, there is no Star Wars. Is he also That's the wild. guy that said, "Yeah, take your toy rights, George. We don't care." Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, part of that was uh, they wanted him to cut fees. And he's yeah. like, okay, I'll cut it, but I've got to keep this. Yeah. So that was his Yeah, so that was, that's how you work the business. Yeah, nobody right. else knew And nobody about knew at that point that there was money, this kind of money to be made. There, They didn't know there was money to be, be made on Taco Bell drink cups. <laughs> wow. And everything okay. else out there. Because, you know, there for a while, Taco Bell was the movie tie-in company. You know, Taco Bell had all the, I, I believe with The Phantom Menace, it was all a Taco Bell tie-in, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. No, do you I know? mean a lot of a lot of fast foods had had tie-ins to different movies. They but. did, they did. But Taco Bell always seemed to be the one who was grasping for that extra little piece because they were behind McDonald's and Wendy's. Yeah, uh, so, but anyway, any other geeks we want to talk about? Because Jason Jay- related to Cheryl Ladd. I don't know. Folks okay. have asked that. I didn't see any reference of that. I mean, a. No, there's none on his. He wasn't married to her okay. or fathered her. So, uh, well, that would have. Well, look, no, 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 no. I thought he, they were married at one point. Former half sister in law. Half sister in law. Okay, yeah. so she was married to his brother. brother. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess and there his was. father, Alan Lab, was a film noir kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Do you remember anything that Alan Ladd Senior did off the top of your head? Because uh, there's a movie he made with. Uh, Veronica Lake, I think, and I can't remember what it is. But he also started in Box 13, uh, which was an old-time radio show. 
Let's see what the glass key. Yep. Gun for hire. Shane. Shane. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. He was involved with Shane. Back Shane. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Shane? You don't nope. remember Shane. Nope. You don't remember Shane? Nope. He's gonna be so upset. Western. Yeah. Uh based upon a bestseller best selling novel, correct? Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah, he was involved in a lot of stuff. So all right, so Jay's going to drag us crying and screaming across the break because this is his idea. He wants to talk rom-coms, romantic comedies, up next. And Cyrano de Bergerac is joining us here in studio, also known as Jay Reed. Jay, explain to me what you want us to talk about, please. Well, the other night, Melissa and I were going to watch a movie, and I had chosen, I can't remember even what it was, but she said later, said, do you realize that the last, you know, several movies that we've watched that that you've picked and i'm like well you know some of it's kind of this typical what are you gonna watch exactly yeah. or like like the restaurant where you want to i don't know where you want to you know that kind of stuff uh-huh. so so if i have something in mind i want to watch i just say hey how about we watch this yes and then uh if she says no then we'll go on but uh i've learned that Somebody has to make a choice. You know, I heard one of the ways you can get around that is you could say, hey, guess what we're going to eat tonight? And then wherever she guesses, they're like, you're absolutely right. That's smart. That is smart. You could do the same thing with the movie. That's right. Yeah, guess what we're going to watch. Then you end up watching something you don't want to. Yeah. Well, that just made me think about, okay, well, if she's going to pick, what's she going to pick? And over the course of our marriage and before even we, you know, rom-coms probably not our normal genre as, yeah. as the romantic comedy in this our a romantic comedy in in our uh, studio here but i have watched plenty and, yeah. and enjoyed many and also as i got to thinking about it thought you know some of these have really made an impact on pop culture yeah you know like them or not or watch them over again or not but i just thought it'd be interesting to talk about so here we are okay so right, and, and then art found uh, good house speak good housekeeping house speaking house speaking. <laughs> How is he speaking? Yeah. He's not In a good house way. Of uh, what top sixty top rom-coms? sixty rom coms, which included a lot of movies that I don't necessarily think of as rom coms. First of all, Princess Bride was in there, which is a I great movie mm-hmm. and is certainly has romance and comedy mm-hmm. in it. But it's not one I think of like the the, the John Hughes movies that are listed in there. Mm-hmm. Sixteen Candles, yeah, uh, the Matthew McConaughey movies certainly right. that were mm-hmm. in there. Uh, you know that he de- made with either Kate Hudson or Jennifer right. Lopez or you know those those things were uh-huh. all the um, the British movies that had Hugh Grant in them like yeah. Notting Hill I'm and a Four hu- Weddings mm-hmm. and a Funeral Front Funeral Funeral Thank you I'm not good house speaking you guys are great <laughs> Four Weddings and a Cremation yeah, you know so but yeah there, and then, then Scott Pilgrim versus the World was the, on that list which yeah. I loved once y'all you know told me I should watch it and the, again if you think back there was romance yeah it was funny uh-huh. but it it didn't fit my mold. As a rom-com. It's one of those where if you said, hey, Melissa, we're watching this rom-com, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, <laughs> right. is it going to fly? I mean, it's a so, great movie. Maybe it will after you see it, but it's not going to be something that she goes, what are we watching here? So are we trying to equip our primarily male listeners with a short list of things that we think they would enjoy, that their wives would enjoy when it comes to rom-coms? Is that the purpose of this? I don't know if that's the purpose, but it's a side I was just going to mention Side hustle. Know, yeah, side hustle. <laughs> So, what is your favorite rom com? Mine. Well, you kind of mentioned it, Notting Hill. Mine too. Really, okay, number one. Yes. That is by far my favorite romantic. Com- right. I love that movie. I, I, I watch it over. And, I mean, I haven't watched it maybe in a couple of years. If, it's, but if I see it, I'll watch it is, over and over again. Does that have Julie Roberts in it? 
It does. Okay, so it that's does. the I'm just a girl looking yeah. at okay, standing in front of yeah. a boy, which I think is you talk her. about impact. That's something that you hear parodied quite a bit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I love the dynamic of the friends mm-hmm. because it's like a mm-hmm. mid thirty. It's like if the the cast from Friends grew up a little bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the uh, oh the the cat from Downton Abbey. Who's the is he the Duke? Who's the he's da- the he's the head of the family. Yeah, I but what is he? I don't know. I've yeah. only seen Night Hill, Nighting Hill like once. So well, yeah, but who's the, the main guy of, in Downton Abbey was one of the friends. Oh yeah, okay, the father. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. What, but what's Lord his somebody? I don't know. Yeah, Lord Downton, right? Lord Abbey, maybe. Yeah, so. I can't remember. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, he's in that movie. There's several folks in yeah. that movie, um, including a a a lizard. You know, uh, right? Rice race uh, Eves. Reese Eves. Ever yeah, how you pronounce something his like name? That. Okay. Yeah. The guy who was lizard. Is that the roommate. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Which his his quote is my favorite. Yeah, he, he goes out and nice can you firm say it? buttocks. Chicks dig gray, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Not grape. No, gray. no gray. Maybe you could alter it. Uh, um, yeah, that'll be your new catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. So it, I, I love it. Definitely Hill. Notting Hill is number yeah. one. Yeah, great soundtrack. Uh, so what's your number one, Art? When Harry Met Sally, first one on the list. That was yeah. my probably number. Three. And I don't know yeah. that I would have had you said what's your favorite rom com come up with that right away, but it's one that I've seen over and over again. Yeah. Always like it. To me, the comedy in it is great. And Carrie Fisher was She's uh, one of the screen doctors for that. And she, you know, helped create the lines in it. and it's got some memorable lines in it. I'll have what she's having. You talk about a cultural impact. Oh, That's yeah. definitely something that you know turns out in a bunch of things. Directed by Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, right. And that yeah. was the movie he directed before Misery. And if you recall, oh, I'd forgotten that. Billy Crystal was reading a copy of Stephen King's Misery. Oh, okay. And so that's one of the things that Rob Reiner would do with his movies. Whatever he was about to do, yeah. he would put a visual clue in the movie. He was that's cool. Know that. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 And Carrie Fisher was in that. That's what he just said. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she was a screen doctor, but she was also in a a character in there, one of the friends, and Bruno Mm -hmm. Kirby, Mm -hmm. who went on to do, um, uh, the late Bruno Kirby, who did a couple of movies with, uh, the City Slicker movies with uh, with Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, yeah. 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 But I just thought that was one of those where it really worked well, and it was a movie, you know, maybe kind of one of the underlying themes is, okay, if we're going to go see one of these movies... We want it to be something that, you know, has a little something for everybody. I thought it did, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, Billy Crystal's character was hilarious in it. And it, Plus, it was directed by Meathead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rob Reiner always does a great job with movies. He does. He does. Fabulous. So, Notting Hill would be my number one. Yeah. Um, Notting Hill definitely my by, number by one. By far. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but uh, off this list, my number two would be Scott Pilgrim. Okay. I love Scott Pilgrim. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, and I it does have that kind of millennial romantic comedy sort of bent. Um, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's Scott, you know, pursuing a girl mm-hmm. trying to live happily ever after and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That's a great movie. I mean, again, I don't know that I would go rom-com with it, but you can see where it certainly, you know, fills all the directed by Edgar Wright, which yeah. was supposed to be the movie he did before he was going to do Ant-Man. And then, Marvel and Edgar Wright parted with creative differences, and he went on to do Baby Driver next, I believe, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, he did. Uh, no, he didn't do Baby Driver next. He did World's End, which was the third movie of the Cornetto trilogy. So Cornetto trilogy, whatever trilogy. What is a trilogy? trilogy? <laughs> oh, shut up, Grape. Get back to the produce section. Trilogy. You know what I meant. Don't make, make me note. edit you make out again. Note. Don't make me do it. 
Don't make me stop this car. Oh, gosh. Don't make me stop this podcast. He's a baby driver. Yeah. There you go. This is how so many rom-coms start with a lot of <laughs> fighting and friction. Of course. Well, what's, your, what's your number two? You've got mail. Yeah. I know I don't have mail. You've got mail. Yeah. It, it is, it's so cool. I mean, it's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yes. And uh, I, with, again, with Trying Melissa to- watched it over and over. Trying to recapture the sleepless, sleepless, sleepless in Seattle vibe. Yeah, and that was a good one too. I didn't put it on my top list. It's never really resonated with me as much as you've got mail. I mean, because they're not together for the most of the movie, uh, right? Right, right? And have you seen Shop Around the Corner, the movie that you've got I, mail is based no, on? No, I haven't. Yeah, that's that's worth watching. It usually shows around Christmas. It has a Christmas theme uh, to it, but it's funny the parallels between it. You know, um, well, so that's what based upon means. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's right. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. they don't do that, but uh, but to see those and uh, and those things be separated by 40, 50 years, whatever it is. So, did yeah. AOL? Was there any legal rumblings over AOL and uh, the, no, the producer they, saying, you know, you know, you using our catchphrase? Of, I don't recall any. They probably should have yeah. they did a deal because it was certainly you've got obvious mail. Yeah. yeah, and I guess in that time, that's what I had. You know, yeah, it, it was very, it, it really uh-huh. rang true. Well, it it was it resonated a little bit with me because that's how Bonnie and I met is an errant email that she sent to me on our student accounts. You know, so it was really kind of. Well, I didn't know this story. Did you not know the story? No. So back in '94, <laughs> when Mississippi State was assigning email addresses, they assigned uh, your email address by your three uh, initials and then a then a number. They still do that. Yeah. So I was RCC one at raw.msstate.edu. That no longer works. So I don't mind giving it out. But anyway, uh, so Bonnie was trying to email a friend of hers who she thought was RCC one, and it was that person was RCC four, and there you have it. So wow, that's a good story. I had mail. <laughs> and we went out like I've never heard that really yeah. and then we, we we went out like six months eight months later I mean this is back when you would check your email maybe once a week oh yeah you yeah. remember yeah. you might have something you yeah. might have something you waited till you heard you've got mail yeah. and if you didn't hear it you didn't yeah you didn't have it now it's you've got spam so uh, but anyway so that's number two for you definitely yeah what about you, Art? Have we done your number two? Yeah, I'm going to say in terms of true rom-coms, that's pro- what I consider to be a true rom-com. That's probably my second one. I always like that movie. Um, uh, I do like Shop Around the Corner with all its parallels <laughs> uh, uh, very much, too. But I think they did a great job of a modern retelling of that. And it's just, I mean, it's a great, it's a great, when he comes, we won't spoil it, I guess, but. Anyway, it's been out for 20 it's years. I guess we could. When he shows it with the park, it's great. It's yeah. great. It's a great Shows day. it with the what? In the park. It's I great. thought you said with the pork. With yeah. the pork. <laughs> yeah, he's got a plate of barbecue. Pot-bellied pig instead of a dog. <laughs> That's right. In the uh, special edition. <laughs> uh, now, that would be a great story right there. <laughs> pot-bellied pig. You've got ribs. <laughs> you just have to cook them. That's right. Oh, gosh. oh man. What's your number three? Uh, number- as a point to Jay. Have I done a number two? I, I thought you I said did. you've I got your mail. Did. I just Gosh. did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we just talked about it for 15 minutes. Wow. So so hit this number two is so going to be based three. upon his yeah. previous number two. Yeah. My number three I like you've been... gotten mail as my number three. <laughs> the second time I watched it on the evening. All right, Jay. So Harry Met Sally was my number three, but since we've already talked about it, another one that we my alternate honorable mention is uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. Uh, another Julia Roberts. Yeah. Um, Richard Gere. No, 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 it wasn't. That's it was, pretty woman. That's pretty woman. Okay. Um, uh, no, but they're, they're, Mulrooney Rich, is in the uh, 
Isn't that Delbert yeah. Marooney? Yeah, uh-huh. Delbert Marooney. Yeah. But uh, Gear and Roberts did a, another movie to try to recapture that same vibe from Pretty Woman. I wasn't thinking of Pretty Woman. but there was, was it Runaway a, Bride? It was Runaway Bride. Okay, and that was pretty good, too. I remember yeah. watching that one. But uh, My Best Friend's Wedding, there's a song that they sing at the table where there's kind of a... Re- Rehearsal dinner or pre-wedding party of some sort. Oh yeah, it's, I remember the scene. Rupert, Rupert, little song, uh, Rupert, what's his name, is in this. He's th- one of the best characters in it. Yeah. Um, was it Save a Little Prayer? Save a Little Prayer. Uh huh. Yeah, that's yeah. what it yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. So every time I hear that song, my you think of Julia Roberts? That, yeah. Well. <laughs> or Faith Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on. For have you done your number three art? I have not. What's your number three? Uh, I'm gonna go. J- Again, I don't necessarily consider this a rom-com, but Princess Bride is just a favorite movie of mine. I yeah, think that's absolutely. a great movie. Uh, it's it's more of a fantasy adventure, I would think. Again, you've got you know romance and and that thing and, and Columbo and, and, and you Columbo. have Columbo. Yeah. yeah, it's a and the Wonder Years and yeah. the Wonder Years. We're all wondering all the time. So, but yeah, and Billy Crystal's in it again. True that, and that's Rob Reiner directed it. That's right. So, so we're going to think for Rob Reiner. Movies. He's a great. He's a great director. He really is a really good director. But uh, yeah, that's just a great movie. It's uh, you know, Robert Robin Wright. Wright didn't do a whole lot after that. That was commercially successful. That I remember. Forrest I mean, Gump. Oh yeah, she was in Forrest Gump. <laughs> Jenny. Yeah, that's right, Jenny. Which well, is that a rom com? No, I don't guess so. No, it's really not. No. No, that's not the, fo- the the romance is not at all. It's an incidental. It's thing. Uh, yeah. it's unrequited. Yeah, there you go. So it'd be unrequited comedy. But you know the in who's Wesley? Who played Wesley in Princess Bride? Oh, it's Carrie. Carrie Elwood. No, Elwes. Yeah, that's it. Right? Yeah, and again, he didn't have a whole lot of success. Yeah, he went straight from that to Robin Hood Men in Tights. And now, he, he had a couple things in I between. Know, but, but I mean, that's what you mainly think of it. It's like, yeah. Right Which he was a great actor. I mean, he yeah. still is. You still see him in stuff. Of, okay, he's been in Psych. Remember the episode of Psych he was in? I actually think I did see that. I yeah. need to watch Psych. Yeah, you do. I need to watch Psych. I've been rewatching uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. There's a new season of that. Isn't there there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, really good stuff. So, uh, my number th- three would be another Hugh Grant, Four Weddings in a Cremation or a Funeral, actually. Uh, yeah. So, and that was kind of the movie that pushed Hugh Grant out into superstardom. Um, Andy McDowell was in it, yeah. um, and another host of British actors who kind of show up when Hugh Grant shows up. Yeah, it's kind of like there's a little uh, a stable of actors that happen to be in most of those movies, right? Like yeah, the British Rat Pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Except it's bigger than the Rat Pack, but yeah, it's you know like you've got they they jokingly call them the Mighty Sorkin Players. You've got this group of actors who show up whenever Aaron Sorkin's doing yeah. something mm-hmm. and it's kind of the same thing with some of Hugh Grant stuff so I've and, seen that one but it's been a long time that's ago. a great movie if right. you like Notting Hill it's almost like the character picks up from mm-hmm. you know and I have a hard time keeping those movies straight I can't remember which one what that one what's the what's the one where uh, about a boy about a boy's a that's a Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant movie too right yeah. they made yeah. it into a it TV series list. too uh, there's one Christmas. Love Actually is the one. Love Actually yeah, is I, one of those. I, that's another honorable mention. That's my, a favorite for a lot of folks. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, I, I've I've never really I've I seen a couple. I, of What I've seen of is just very depressing. Yeah, I just didn't care a whole lot for yeah. it. So, uh, what else? Pop? So maybe up? it's a rom sob. Rom sob. Some of the things that came up, like <clears throat> if you think about pop culture, say anything. 
Yeah. I mean, they oh, yeah, talked about how many boom boxes were sold after that movie. Yeah. In your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Right. So did you guys ever stand outside a girlfriend's I window with a boom box playing in your eyes? I did not. I didn't either. I didn't or have a boom box that big. I, that, I mean, that. how many singles of Peter Gabriel's got sold because of saying anything? So I don't know. But other, another one is uh, Jerry Maguire. That's oh, what I yeah. just pulled up with Sherry yep. Maguire. Show me yeah. the money. Show me the money. And, and you had you me had at, me. hello. You had me at guys of a certain age. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that was. Redneck pro- version. You had me at O'Hale. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Reed. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Reed. You got to put that in there. Uh, and, and out of this list, I mean, I thought Jerry Maguire was one of the, the top most influential because it's so often quoted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Crowe directed it. Oh, and that, that was yeah. probably one of the last things he did that was and that it really successful. it put renee zellweger it, yeah, on the because then you had all the bridget jones movies and yeah which were also in this list yeah so but uh yeah jerry Maguire was pretty and cuba gooding jr oh, yeah it really made, yeah he won really, an oscar for it he did he did he uh, really propelled him uh my mm-hmm. fat my big fat greek weddings on this which i, I like never that watched. oh that's a great movie yeah and i think that had i don't know it I had feel a like sequel we, and it had a tv series come from it but yeah and as far as the pop culture what i remember is the windex windex i was thinking about solving that too. everything uh-huh. and but you did you hear a lot of my big fat dot, oh dot, yeah, dot yeah. after uh-huh. that too yeah, so. right uh, also on this list a few things as i scroll through uh that i don't necessarily agree with coming to america as yeah. a rom-com again yeah. there's romance there's comedy but i wouldn't and then there's rom-com. james brown yeah, yeah. Coming to no, that's from Rocky Four. Rocky Four, yeah. They took the. No, that's a rom com. I think we all can. Agree. <laughs> yeah, a rock com. Oh, uh, what else we got in here? In this list, I was really surprised that about last night was not in here. But that's not really a comedy. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't call that a comedy. That's a little bit more depressing. So, what other impact do you have? Uh, that's, that was the three I marked. Um, Clueless I, was a good one. Yeah, maybe not impact, but uh, I mean, I definitely like that one and. Uh, how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. You mentioned Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. That was another one we That's Kate Hudson times. with her, right? Uh-huh. That's yes. right. I like that one. Um, I thought of, um, oh gosh, she just came in and out. Uh, never mind. What's the one that Mel Gibson was in where he uh, could hear the thoughts of women? Oh. Uh, what that wasn't women, on the list. What Women what, Want. What Women Want, yeah. yeah. Was that a comedy? It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. But uh, did he, maybe did he not end one of the up with greatest. somebody? I mean, it was just a comedy. I think it was just a comedy. I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah. As good as it gets, uh, Jack Nicholas. Boy, I don't yeah. forget. I mean, have, that's, Helen that's a great movie, but it really it's is. not really a comedy, though, is it? It's got a couple little I guess pieces. it's got comic moments, but yeah. yeah. I mean, poor yeah. Greg Kinnear. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Mamma Mia was on the list. Uh, pretty Woman. We didn't talk Pretty Woman. Yeah, we, we mentioned Pretty Woman with kind of the Julia Roberts stuff, but I was going to ask again that almost seems it's funny it's romantic obviously but it, it definitely had some uh, more serious turns in it as well yeah it did yeah. plus it had a lot of rock set you know it could have been love. i had forgotten about rock man set. i love me wow. some rock set uh we talked to john hughes uh pretty in pink with uh molly ringwall mm-hmm. and uh candles also uh, andrew molly mccarthy the psychedelic furs yeah that's right yeah that's right that was the theme song uh, the Big Sick, which I've never seen, 2017. Uh, yeah. I've seen that. I, it's been a while, but I remember it being good. I just couldn't tell yeah, you. Yeah, Drew had told us to watch that, and I hadn't watched that yet. Yeah, it is we, good. Yeah, starring uh, the Kamel from The Eternals. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh, funny Face, Aubrey Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn, and Fred I was Astaire. wondering if yeah. those old ones had, had well, you seen, because gr- I haven't. My Girl Friday was was close to being one. Of, I, I thought just your girl was Becky. <laughs> She's my girl Friday. Ah. Uh, 
but have you all seen that movie with no, Miles and Russell? Uh, I, that is one of my favorite movies. I'm familiar movies. with it. I love that movie. It's a remake of the front page with uh, uh, the role of um, Hildy, gender swap. So uh, Miles and Russell plays the part, and they're romantic. I don't think of it as a romantic comedy. I think of it more of as a screwball comedy, which was you know kind of a genre of that time. But it is it's a great movie. Just I mean the Howard Hawks. I don't think he directed not, it, but not he to was, be confused with Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk, which was not a good movie, which was a horrible. But he movie. did this, which we've just done, where people talk over each other, and was one of the first things you you know movies you used to have this thing. Well, what are you doing there? I'm going to the show. Okay, he kind of brought in this thing where people would have conversations as they do, and somebody would start a line before the next one, you know, was before the first one was finished. And so it had a more natural feel to it, but the comedy is just very fast paced. It's really huh. good. Um, also on this list, Bridget more Jones. More than you wanted to know. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Bridget Jones diary, which was the, the, uh, the, the, the drawing together of Hugh Grant, uh, Renee Zilweger and Colin Firth. That was kind of the first thing that no pun intended that you'd saw Colin Firth in. That was a, a, uh, a blockbuster, and he's one of those kind of seems to be anyway one of those staples of these things. Yeah, he, was, he was Darcy. Was he? And, was, he was this? Maybe was that's what I'm thinking too? about. Uh, yeah, he was. I okay. believe he was. Uh, Groundhog Day. I did. Do I don't you, think of that as a. I don't think of that as a rom com. I didn't either. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. I didn't. I don't think of that as a yeah, comedy. I mean, no, definitely not, not at all. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, That's probably. I don't know one that the, I've seen that. I've seen it, but it's been forever. I've heard the song multiple times. Yeah. I say breakfast at Tiffany's. That's not from candles. the movie. No, it's not. not. It's not. No. But it's what the, movie it's is? From, what movie is from Breakfast at Tiffany's? I don't know. What movie? What Breakfast, you? What song is from? I don't know. Uh, Moon, Moon River. Oh gosh, yeah. Okay. Wider than a mile. I'm frosting you in style. Roman Holiday. <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember that one either. That's Audrey Hepburn too, yeah, right? Yeah, she's all Apparently over. Apparently, need to see some Audrey Hepburn. Clueless. Would you classify that as a rom com? It would be that, a com. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some rom in it, but yeah, it's, yeah. it kind of comes at the end. Well, she's trying to generate rom throughout yeah. the movie because I mean, yeah, where it came and from. And it's but. the remake or a reimagining of Emma. Emma. Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Story. Not to be confused with the philadelphia project yeah. which is about a nuclear bomb or philadelphia with tom hanks in it. yeah so all right so this this is not this is this is carrie grant yeah, this is, this is Cary Cary grant Heppern, Heppern, and jimmy stewart and jimmy yeah. stewart actually yeah. it's james stewart uh, according to the credits. i call him jimmy yeah <laughs> you call yourself jimmy <laughs> yeah straight up i've never heard of before say anything we talked about always be my maybe I Have was asking Melissa if, if we had watched that because I, I had it on my list to watch and I remember scenes, but I can't, I'm not sure if Did it was she just, say maybe she, she didn't remember it. Yeah. I, I remember when it dropped. Uh, yeah. It's got Randall Park in who's the agent who is uh-huh. uh, Ant-Man's buddy and Ant-Man. Yeah. I feel like I watched it, but I, she didn't remember it. Also in WandaVision. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Apartments. Uh, Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine, a very young Shirley MacLaine, and Fred McMurray. That is a dark movie. That is a bizarre movie. Money-wise, there's never been anything like The Apartment. Love-wise, laugh-wise, or otherwise-wise. Mm. From Billy Wilder. Yeah. Some like it hot. Mm-hmm. And apparently some like it dark. Uh, while you were sleeping, Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman. That's before he became president remember, and saved us from yeah. the aliens. That was a good one. It's been a long time since And I've Sandra seen Bullock's been a bunch of stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, what was the one with Ryan the proposal. Reynolds? Proposal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a good one. Moonstruck with Cher. Snap, Snap out, out of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never saw it, but what about I saw Valley that? Girl. Do you remember? I don't think that was the list. Do you remember oh, Valley wow. Girl? 
God, it's a great movie. A lot of good music in that, too. Uh, Josie Cotton in the convertible. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Never I've never that seen one. that one. I never have either. So it looks interesting. It's got a little bit of a uh, sci-fi bent to it. Jim Carrey Who's stars the girl in, in that? Uh, Kate Winslet. Okay. Kirsten Dunst is in it as well. So what about Titanic? But that and, wasn't really a comedy, was it? <laughs> and Martin Ruffalo's in it. Elijah Wood is in it. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of geek connections there. His Girl Friday we'd already talked about. When Harry Met Sally we talked about. And number one on their list was... No, When Harry Met Sally was number one on their list. So, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would maybe agree. And Alan Rickman's in uh, some of these two, right? He's in Love Actually. He was in Love Actually. Is that the only yep. one? Yeah, because I don't remember him either. They're the Hugh Grant pieces. Okay. So, but anyway. Some of those folks run together for me. Yeah, they all kind of do. All right. Well, we made it through the rom-com segment. So. I think we enjoyed well. the rom-com I think, we did. I think it was a, a pleasurable thing. Speak for yourself. Okay. I'm speaking for myself, <laughs> and I'll say, good topic, Jay. I'm sitting here to recite myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's another rom-com. Short circuit. Not I know really. that note. Really. <laughs> okay. Would you consider that a rom-com? I'm trying, I know there was definitely com. I'm trying to remember. Because number rom- five was alive. Yeah. You remember that? But who was he romantically involved with? Johnny. Who's Johnny? He wasn't, but but Ali Sheedy yeah. was with somebody. You remember Who's Johnny? The theme song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What about Howard the Elk Duck? Barge. Oh, Howard the Duck. <laughs> Leah Thompson. Oh, wow. One of that. the greatest, worst movies of all time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, and there's rumors that Howard the Duck may show up in uh, what's the next uh, Marvel Disney Plus that's going to drop? Moonstruck, Moon Knight, not Moon Knight, but uh, no, no, weird. no, She Hulk. There's oh, rumors that, that Howard the Duck, in Moon Knight, yeah, yeah, wow. that would Howard the Duck show okay. up in She Hulk. Okay, that'd be hilarious. Something to look forward to. I loved Howard the Duck. It wasn't a romantic comedy. It was really a dog. So, all right. On that note, we're going to let you guys go. We will see you next time. Woof woof. <laughs>